the experts. Notice I'm using the rabbit ears. Experts. How good are their predictions? It's Brian Preston, the money guy. Restoring order to your financial chaos. Retirement. Investing. Taxes. You've got financial questions. He's got financial answers. It's Brian Preston, the money guy. Welcome, Money Guy family. It's your host, Brian Preston. Going beyond common sense. Please go check us out, moneyguy.com. That way you can connect with us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all the other channels we have for, for social media. This one, Bo, I feel like really is going to be helpful to the public. I just, I, just, I can't. I can't get out of my mind right now the fact that you just told everybody you were doing bunny ears. And so everybody listened through like iTunes and Stitcher and iHeartRadio. They couldn't see the bunny ears. But now, you know, if you're not, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched, go check out our YouTube channel. A lot of fun stuff out there. Um, I'm excited about this one, but I feel like we need to preface this because I think it's like a public service. This is, this is the official Money Guy Show public service announcement. The inspiration for today's show kind of comes from, we did a quarterly report not too long ago and we wrote some commentary and one of the sections of it was talking about how you have to be careful of the professional pundits right. that are out there. And I want to give you some perspective. Barron's at the end of 2016 asked all the financial analysts out there, give us your best prediction for how you think 2017 will turn out. Because right. as we remember, just kind of jumping back into the time machine, trying to figure out what we think the tea leaves will bring forward. In 2016, we had just elected a brand new president. That's right. The election, let's say, was surprising to a lot of people. So I think the pundits were also kind of playing their cards on what they felt like from the election, what they thought was going to happen in the economy. And here's the results of, the, of this this survey by Barron's. Okay. One in ten expected the S&P 500 to close above 2,500 at the end of 2017. So I'm going to say that differently. One out of ten experts, people whose opinion on these sort of things matter, expected the market to go up in 2017. It's easy for us. We all look back now because we're in 2018 and we go... Man, those guys blew it because, let's face it, we closed the year well above 2,600. If we right. even look back, the Dow Jones in 2017 made 25%. The S&P 500 made 19%. The NASDAQ made 28%. So you can see nine of the ten analysts, they get paid. They probably carry that CFA designation whoa, that you're so whoa, proud whoa, of. Whoa, 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 I'm just whoa, whoa. That, That's probably cruel. I should say it. But it does show. I'm not, it's not, it has nothing to do with aptitude or CFA credentials, it has more to do with how hard it is to know what direction in the short term the market is going to do. Um, So anybody who's out there making predictions, if somebody is selling you a subscription to something, a portfolio based upon timing the market, the newsletters, the seed banks, everything else, I would be very skeptical of these people willing to make short-term predictions. Um, If if you want to, go Google their name. Go research their past predictions. And more often than not, they were wrong. That's right. And then they were hoping that this was the year that they kind of lucked into to to getting things right. Um, So I I thought about, and Bo, give them some perspective. We work with clients all over the country. That's right. What's actually the healthy way to, to make decisions yeah, so when you when you think about managing a portfolio, when you think about how you're investing in the markets, uh, we always say, and it's sort of cliched at this point, but it's not so much about timing the market, it's about time in the market, right? right? You have to actually be at the table. Um, and what's really interesting is that uh, I feel like we used to live in this world where uh, back in the late 90s, 2000s, 
it was about this hot stock, this thing you had to hop on. You needed to go buy this. You needed to go invest in this. I feel like because of 2008 and how bad it was, I feel like a lot of the pundits are the next crash is coming. The next yeah. thing is coming. You need to go sell. You need to go be afraid. And all those things are encouraging you to do is to not be present, not be in the batter's box at the table ready to be. And truthfully, that's half the battle of winning with investing is just being in the game. Yeah. And then and I think you're exactly right. you got to be in the game to even be part of the process. Mm-hmm. But then also to understand the power of a plan, to understand right. what your risk profile is, when you want to retire. What is actually the definition of financial independence and wealth in your eyes that's all the stuff that a true custom advice plan is going to take into account. That's right. I want to do a fun exercise before we closed out the show and kind of gave a few final thoughts. This was um, interactive. Oh, and, yeah. And I we'll, we'll put that this. So, so this is the, the first magazine cover. If you haven't seen this, this is beautiful because you'll see why we're giving you this information. This is a Business Week cover from August the 12th of 1979. 1979. So what was going on back in... August 13th, actually. I'm August off by 13th. day. So, but what was going on back in 1979? I'm thinking like uh, really high interest rates, uh, not the best economy in the world, things not doing fantastic. Well, we can, we can ask Business Week what was going on. And here's what their, their cover says. It says, the death of equities, how inflation is destroying the stock market. Because you're right. It was right. double digits interest rates. It's the double digits that people say, man, if my bank would pay me that, I would just take that forever. But back then, you were like, well, no, until you've experienced this type of hyperinflation, you don't want to experience that. So a lot of people were thinking we're in a brand new paradigm and we have to... We have to be careful because the death of equities and, is right and, you know, around the corner. If equities are dead, that means that's probably something that I don't want to be involved in now nor get involved with. So that means the the outlook moving forward must be pretty dire if so, that's the case. Well, let's, let's, let's do the rest of the story. So back then, August 13th of 1979, the Dow Jones was at 833. Okay. You, you know where the Dow is now, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what's kind of crazy. 833, which... Sounds like pennies on the dollar right. compared to where we are now. But And then I, what I did as an exercise, I fast-forwarded 10 years. I said, okay, well, if it was in 1979, it was 833. Where was it in 1989? Okay. And we closed out the end of 1989 at 2,753. So we had a 231% increase, not even counting the dividends just price or the income. That's just price appreciation. Sure. For for something that was dead, that's some uh, some Lazarus-like movement right there. Certainly so came back to life. Let's do it again. We'll, we'll flip the script, though, okay. and do it a different way. I'm having to cover because when I found this art on the Internet, it actually came with some additional data. This was from March of 2000. Okay. Money Magazine from March of 2000. And look at the headline here. How to invest in the hottest market Ever. Well, if the market's that hot, I gotta get involved. I gotta I mean, get involved. Doesn't a piece that scream, man? I need a piece of this That's thing. Right. Let's get in here. What are you doing? We all know that, and, and this is the truest advice I can give you. When people are all excited, mm-hmm. you have the highest propensity to lose money. Right. But also, when everybody's running for the exi- exits and scared to death, that is the peak financial opportunity of the market. So I can quickly show you the rest of the story and I'll give you the numbers here. You can see, the NASDAQ in March of 2000 was at 5,048. Okay. And you can see in the chart that I'm showing on the screen, 
it was a drop down, significant right. drop down. We know this is the dot-com bubble. This was the breaking and the bursting of the irrational exuberance mm-hmm. that you heard Alan Greenspan talk about. So what's the rest of the story? If we fast forward 10 years, you can see that um, we came from 5,048 on the NASDAQ. And then 20, 20, 10 years later, at the end of 2010, even though the stock market was up 17%, the NASDAQ was up 17% in 2010, it still closed at 2,653. Roughly half. I mean, that's almost a 50% so, loss. So you can see it. It really was. So them saying this is the hottest market ever, it was the hottest market, so hot that it was a bubble. <laughs> so you have to be careful taking your cues from the newspaper right. or headlines or magazine covers. And that leads to the last one. And then I want to give you kind of a Paul Harvey rest of the story. This is a, a cover from the October of 2008 Time magazine, and it's called The New Hard Times. Okay. And this ties into whenever I hear anybody, and I've already alluded to this previously, when I hear people say we're in a brand new paradigm, right. that investing has never been like this before, you need to adjust your valuations, you need to adjust your assumptions, uh, my spidey senses start going, wait a minute. What, are we really in a new paradigm? Cause it seems to me that the longer I do this, the more we just keep going through yeah. different cycles saying we're in new paradigms, but we just need to focus the on the basics of price to earnings ratios, value, and then just understanding what you need as an individual with your own personal financial plan. But the rest of the story on this October 2008 time cover is, is that you, we all know that if October of 2008, that the S&P 500 was at 883. Okay. So it's a surprising how close that is to the Dow back yeah, in 1979. Really interesting. If you fast forward to the 10 years, because we're getting close to 10 years. We're in May of 2018 right now. The S&P is at 2,732. So when they're saying we're in the new hard times, essentially a new paradigm, they probably had no idea that fast forward not even a decade ahead. You'd be up over 200%. That's pretty incredible. And that leads me to, I mean, when you get in these type of situations, who should we go talk to? Uncle Warren. I mean, the guy who has turned money into billions and billions of dollars, does he have some advice on this? Well, I think another beautiful thing about Warren is he's not exactly a spring chicken either. So not only has he been very successful investing, he's seen a lot, like he was alive through every one of those covers and he was actually managing money through every one of those covers. So some interesting perspective there. Yeah, what does he have to say about it? So this comes from the 2016 letter to shareholders, and this is the quote. I'm just going to read it. American business, and consequently a basket of stocks, is virtually certain to be worth far more in the years ahead. Innovation, productivity gains, entrepreneurial spirit, and an abundance of capital will see to that. Ever-present naysayers may prosper by marketing their gloomy forecasts, but heaven help them if they act on the nonsense they peddle. That's my favorite line. But heaven help them if they act on the nonsense they peddle. They, they don't profit by being right. They profit by making the forecast. That, it's true. Right. There are people selling you this type of stuff out there. That's why I'd rather you have the good news of just understanding what is, what's the fact of what helps you stay successful in investing. And you said it first, Bo. I mean, you talked about you just got to be in the game to be successful. And I want to prove the point. Remember how, you know, probably the biggest shock of this show was when you saw that the NASDAQ went from 5,048 and then fast forward 10 years later, and it was still down almost half. You're like, ooh, see, that's showing proof that being in the game is not a win. Realize now we're in 2018, and guess where the NASDAQ is? 
Well, you just showed me it was down 50%, right? Yeah, so we came from 2,653. Right. Now, we're at 7,419. Wow. So the NASDAQ has had a huge run-up. All you have to do, so even that person that bought in the highs of 2,000, they have gotten their money back. They now are in the on the profit train of having appreciation. So I think it's important to stay grounded, stay the course, and let's keep that army of dollar bills working as long as possible. Sure. And I promise you this, if you will do that, if you'll just let your money work for you, your retirement will thank you quite handsomely in the future. I'm your host, Brian Preston. Please go check us out, moneyguy.com. We work with clients all across the country. If you like this going beyond common sense approach, and you're like, man, I've reached a level of success. I appreciate this abundance cycle these guys share where they just give us away free advice with the understanding that when you reach a level of success, you'd like to have somebody look over your shoulder and give you some great guidance of being a good financial planner for you and your family. Check us out, moneyguy.com. I'm your host, Brian Preston. We love that you tune in to all of our media content. The Money Guy podcast is hosted by Brian Preston. Brian Preston is a principal with Abound Wealth Management. Abound Wealth Management is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Security and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Abound Wealth Management does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Money Guy podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment or legal advice. (laughs) 